Hi guys and welcome back to Sex Lies and DM Slides with me, Saffron Barker. And me, Anastasia Kingsnorth. So this is the podcast where we deep dive on all things sex, dating and relationships. And we uncover all of the drama that is found in our DMs. Babe, how's your, I was going to say how's your week been, but how's your morning <laughs> been? Because I know it's been really good. Uh, yeah, I've had a good morning. So we're actually filming this episode on Valentine's Day. And although it's not coming out on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and obviously I wasn't expecting anything this Valentine's Day because my boyfriend's literally the other side of the world. But I literally opened my bedroom door and I had roses and rose petals leading me up to a trail down my stairs and to I my can't. living room. So if he wanted to, he would. The Um, fact that we literally spoke about that on the pod, like we were literally having this conversation last week, like, oh my God, like that would be amazing if someone did that, blah, blah, blah. People are probably listening thinking, oh, well, he's listened to that and got the hint. But I'm telling you now, he's not listening to the podcast. And also I don't think he would have had time to like, it literally came out yesterday. Yeah, no, true. So I don't, yeah, so he wouldn't have had time. He just did it himself. That's like the best part. Like that is the best part um and yeah it's just really cute that he's messaging my mom to like set it all up and he was telling her these ideas and what he wanted so cute (laughs) which is so cute so yeah I was a very happy girl this morning that's for sure that is the definition like you said of if he wanted to he would yeah and it's crazy because like he also got me a present and stuff and like it's something I've wanted for such a long time but it's just Honestly, the thing that means the most is just the rose petals and like the thought of it all. It's just so yeah. Cute. The fact that he's thought that like I'm not going to be there, so I want uh, do, yeah. And, oh, the fact he's messaged your mum, it's just the cutest thing. I in know. The world. And honestly, um, I made sure my mum was like, "You're not meant to read that." I was like reading the messages that he sent her, and they're just so cute. Oh. <laughs> they're like, that's, like the cutest. I thing would want to read those. Yeah, I'd want to read the messages though. No, but I know. I, I, and like, I, the, I just, oh, want to. just the fact that you thought of it so long ago it just actually melts my whole heart. It's just so cute. Genuinely hand on my heart. I wasn't expecting anything. I know, Genuinely. I know, I know. Because also like, he's never ha- he's never done anything on Valentine's Day with anyone before. Well, this is Ever. a pretty good fucking way to start. Yeah. My God, if this is the first one, <laughs> Jesus. No, I know, but I think that's just why I really wasn't expecting anything. So and look yeah. what you got. Just very, very happy girl. Very excited. I got what I've all like. I've literally wanted this my entire life. I know. Like, this is what every girl wants. Just some rose petals, nice little trail. So yeah, just really, really cute. Actually, literally. I wish I could. I wish someone filmed my reaction when I opened the door. I'm so I, honestly, I would have given anything to see your face because if I woke up and I had no idea that someone was in my house, and I woke up to rose petals outside my door, I would have been absolutely gobsmacked. Yeah. yeah. Like th- that's what it was like. Like, thankfully, my mum has a key to my house. It's also the fact that you're bless your mum for waking up so early yeah. to come and do it as well. Yeah, because I was getting up early, and then Lewis is texting my mum like, "Um, she's just said this, so can you get there before?" That <laughs> is the cutest well, thing. Like, with this card, he was saying to my mum, he was like, "I don't know if the card's going to come in time." And he was like really stressing about everything. I don't know if the card's going to come in time because I wanted to handwrite it rather than like do it on Moonpig. So oh. I wanted, so I've just taken it to the mail, the mail room. And I've dropped the ma- it off. Very American, <laughs> the male room. I know. <laughs> so yeah, it's really cute. Let's go. Do you want to know what I woke up to this morning in my hallway? 
not quite as romantic as this. I actually can't believe it. I don't know which one of the boys has done it, but I literally just thought this just sums up my fucking Valentine's Day. I have a photo frame on my little side table in the hallway and I've never had a picture in it. I just keep forgetting to put a picture in it. And I went downstairs to go and get post because my mum messaged me saying, oh, I've sent you a Valentine's card. I was like, oh, I'm going to go get it. I look on my thing when I come back in. I was like, what the fuck? There's a picture of two men just having sex in my photo frame in my hallway. <laughs> what? When do they do that? I don't know. <laughs> but like, I've not seen it before today. So I feel like they must have done it. Were they like, over last night? No, I was out last night. It's a little bit hungover today, but I was absolutely gobsmacked. I literally thought, oh my God, that sums up me. I was like, Saf's got rose petals. I've got two men fucking <laughs> in my hallway. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Wait, what? That's so weird though. You never noticed it before. No, babe. So they've obviously done it in the last couple of days. And the thing is, Byron did ask to use my printer the other day for his vintage parcels. So I'm like, did he right. print it then? And did they cut it out and put it in? I was like, I don't know. That but is so I'll send- funny. That's what you woke up to on Valentine's Day. I know. <laughs> I'll send you a picture when I get off the pod. I'll show you. Honest to God, I was gobsmacked. Like, I was oh like, my God. Fuck? But I got a cute Valentine's card from my mum and a picture from the boys. So. Aww. And the <laughs> but, thing is, um, you're going to have someone that does all of this for you. You just, you just well, too busy living your single life. Exactly. And you know what? Today is a very exciting day because my book gets announced today so <gasps> i'm like does it oh I'm my so god excited. so can I've we actually, actually just talk about the fact about your it's whole here. first of all i'm so excited to read this book oh, like, i so know excited. how much time and effort you put into it but can we Mom. also just talk about your promo for this book is probably Guys, one of the best promos i've ever seen although it's been, it nearly got messed up no yeah it's been popping off so this was i can't even take credit for this this was completely byron's idea and he came up was with it, it? Within, yeah so literally we were sat brainstorming at one night at like two in the morning i was like i don't know how to announce it because i feel like i need to do something good for it and he just went silent and then two minutes later he was like i've got it and he said this so i was like perfect we're gonna do that i feel like you need to explain for people that don't know so basically because the book is relationship themed and it comes out well you can pre-order it from today which is valentine's day um because of that he was like you should pretend that you've got like a secret admirer or you like someone's like sending you letters or whatever so we ordered some paper from amazon like he wrote me some letters pretended that i found them in my letterbox um and i was like amazing i don't know who this is i said people need to try and help me figure it out everyone was being such good detectives like people were messaging me like babe he's bought the paper from amazon like babe he or he could have got it from etsy like sending me screenshots a lot um and everyone was being so good about it and then I thought, right, the day before I announced it yesterday, I'm going to pretend I got sent flowers. So I ordered, obviously, they came in the last pod episode, the biggest bouquet of flowers I've ever seen. Um, And I pretended I'd been sent them and I'm going to meet this person in the bar tonight. And the video is amazing. I've seen it firsthand. It's so good. Because my mum asked me about it as well. Oh, what? I don't really not know who it is. I was like, no. I've had to lie to everyone. Like all my DMs, like from like my (laughs) friends and people I actually know, like, oh my God, this is amazing. Blah, blah. Do you actually not know? And I was like, no. So everyone's going to message me tonight being like, you fucking little liar. But I just didn't want to let like anything on. Like I just wanted to keep it completely like under wraps. But um, I'm going to post it at half four today and then everyone will know. I'm very excited to see that. So I'm very excited. <laughs> and guys, just for those of you listening, the book is out now. Well, you can pre-order it now on like Amazon, W. Smith's, Waterstones, all the places. Oh, um, I'm and you so won't actually pay for the book all. until it like is delivered to you like until yeah. it comes out in june so yeah very excited it's this very, is very exciting um, valentine's day it's very fitting for people that enjoy this podcast i think 
very, very fitting. And there's a lot of stories in there that like I've never told before and probably will never repeat out loud because it's terrifying. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to get some little, some of my secrets are in that book, but yeah, I'm very excited. So Aww, exciting Valentine's Day for the both of us. Thanks, babe. <laughs> I'm so nervous to post it though. Very, very scared. No, you should be excited. I think the, the hype behind it is amazing. So yeah, I think Byron's done well with that idea. So yeah, shout out definitely. Byron. Definitely. He needs to work on somebody's PR team. ASAP. Yeah. And the fact that you're releasing it on Valentine's Day, I mean, it's just, it's, it's so like good. the whole thing is just like perfect. Yeah. So, so perfect. Yeah. Oh, very, very that. exciting. Yeah, and you did well, get roses. Even though they're from yourself, you still got them. So, and I tell you what, they have lasted because I got them what? A week ago and not one of them has died. And you know what they wow. say about that? Um, actually, guys, we're debunking myths today. So, this is going to be perfect. But you know, they say about apparently like flowers will last as long as that person like who sends them loves you i'm not i've not worded that right oh god if mine don't last longer than the week i'll be fuming then <laughs> yeah i know but do you know, do you know what i mean like they say like oh if they die so like it shows how much like that person loves you and i thought well self-love journey's going well wow. you've got one of those 50 roses are dead yeah i, love that. <laughs> I thought you and byron might get each other something but oh no babe not this well everyone thinks that it's byron who's been sending me the letters and I sent it Byron Byron was like why do people think it's me I was like I don't know babe. I maybe because it Byron at first like it's weird because yeah. you had told me you was gonna do like you were gonna do this but also when I first saw the first video I thought it was Byron. <laughs> you replied to my story and you were like wait I'm so confused what is this and I was like I've literally even told Saf and she's I, just like she's confused I, I think I just because I knew about the roses but I didn't know about the letters so um, following on from the myth about the roses, today we're actually going to be debunking some sex myths. We thought we'd slide into the sex part of uh, this podcast because I feel like we haven't really done that much recently. So we've got a lot of myths here that we're going to try and debunk. Some of them I haven't even properly heard of before. Um, but obviously this one is a massive myth. Um, you can't get pregnant during your period. I actually know people that have, so I always knew that this myth was fake. Yeah, I, I just, I never really I thought, thought to be honest. I thought, and this might be a myth, you more likely can get pregnant. That now, yeah. What well, the thing is, obviously, I've, <laughs> I've not tried for a baby, so I don't really know how it all works. But I know that like some people, they track it all on the app, don't they, to see like when they're most mm. like fertile and stuff. Yeah, and then they'll like avoid having sex at like certain periods in their like cycle, so they don't get pregnant. But I think, is it just before, I don't know if it's just before your period or just after your period, you're more fertile. I don't know. I is don't know. It, um, I'm sure it's like around that area. But yes, of course maybe it's still, that's why I thought that. Yeah, but of course it's still possible to get pregnant on your period. Yeah, that's crazy. Like because, it's yeah. crazy even though I knew that that was a myth. Well, the fact is it says, whilst the chances are lower, it's still possible to get pregnant during menstruation, especially if a woman has a shorter menstrual cycle. My cycle's fucked, so I've not got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I don't know when I'm going to get a period, so I don't know how I'm ever going to figure that one out. Really? Yeah, I never know when I'm going to come on. It's... Wait, didn't you take... I thought you took the bill. No, but I've never been on um, any form of contraception. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've I never... have since I was like... Oh my God, like 13? Yeah, because you've got the coil, haven't you? Yeah, but I never did. I always had the pill. When I was like 13 to I was like, I don't know. Wow, for years. To I was like 18, I think. But I was just, it was just, it was not for me. Like I just, I don't remember. I have the worst memory. I'd forget to take it. It, it was just not it. I feel like everyone's experience is so different with the pill as well. Like it's a very personal experience for everyone. But like, 
it, I've just heard too many like stories that just scared me a little bit to try it. Really? I find that crazy. Like, I don't know. I, just, I feel like they literally are just stories. I mean, every one of my friends is on it. Every girl in my friendship group uh, what, is on every girl, and everyone yeah, is fine. Yeah, to be honest, I only know probably two or three people that aren't on any form of contraception. Yeah. I think like I've, I've I actually can't like, believe that you're not. Wow. Yeah, I've I've looked into like different ones. I think if I'm like when I go on it, I'll get the patch because I want to try and go on one that doesn't have hormones or like that's going to put but hormones like, into my, my body. Coil doesn't have any hormones. Yeah, but if you did it not hurt when you got the coil put in? It was very uncomfortable. But I just think with things like that, like. It's literally what a couple of minutes, and then you're sorted. I know. I I even saw Surely Nicole put on her story. Pain. Well, I know, but I even saw Nicole put on her story. Like I think it was yesterday. Like how much she underestimated getting the coil. Wait, and did she get it, or did she get it removed? I'm I'm sure she put that she got it to try and help with the pain because I've been following her like Instagram stories. I was messaging her about like what she was putting on it, and I'm sure she said that she got it. And she was like guys like I underestimated like it's not for the faint-hearted and like everybody has said that so I was just like oh I mean yeah like, I do remember I did <laughs> it was it was quite pain well it do you know what it was more like so uncomfortable that it like I did cry to be fair I did cry yeah but the thing is it's literally would I do it again within a heartbeat it's like you get a tattoo it's painful what for like a minute and then you're literally like yeah, because the longer term effects like of it is good because like yeah. it's obviously like, done it's job. Do you know what I mean? A couple of minutes of pain, a couple of minutes in your life. You got you got many hours, many I feel days. Like you've got a high pain weeks. tolerance though. I literally am flicked like that and I'm bruised, <laughs> so I just don't feel like I'd have a good experience. <laughs> right, okay, the next fair one. Enough. I mean, it's each of their own, isn't it? So yeah, maybe I'll, when that time comes, that not even thought about it yet. But then I'll maybe we could do an episode on different forms of like contraception stuff and talk about it because I feel like there's so many myths around all that as well. Mm, as well. Yeah, definitely. Okay, the next one. Using two condoms provides double protection. I mean, surely no one actually believes that. I can, like, understand why some people might think it's a thing because they're, like, there's two layers, but also, like, no. Like, like, it, like one condom's going to do the job, surely, unless it breaks. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Otherwise, like, what's, I, the, what's the point? Like, what's the point in it? If anything, I just feel like two's just going to make them just... Like, uncomfortable yeah <laughs> and should like, to make them like come off yeah and also I don't know, I just, just, yeah that, uh, yeah I just, also i just feel like it'd be a bit of a buzzkill where like putting two condoms on <laughs> do you know what I mean like, you put in one and then you write one second just put another one on yeah it's like what yeah, yeah it's all good enough putting one on yeah but it says <laughs> using two condoms can increase friction and the likelihood of breakage so it's recommended to use one properly fitting condom for effective protection which of course like one condom is going to be fine. So no guys, two condoms do not provide double protection. <laughs> um, okay, the next myth, the presence of a hymen determines virginity. Do you remember when yours broke? Like, do you have like a vivid, because like, I hear loads of people will be like, oh yeah, I knew exactly as soon as mine broke because I bled everywhere. Do I remember? No, not really. I actually don't think I do. I didn't bleed. Like I didn't notice when mine broke. But, like, I know some people are really, like, oh, my God, yeah, like, I noticed, like, I, like, bled lows, blah, blah. No, I I actually don't. I remember my, well, I, I remember coming on my period and telling my mum. Well, I don't actually really remember coming on my period. All I remember is how traumatic it was after, because my mum told my dad. What, when you started your period? Yeah. <laughs> what, she just ran, what, just went and told your dad, like, Stafford started her period? Yeah, um, no, I honestly wanted to kill her. 
at the time because it oh, it's so funny because it's literally not a big deal but like it when you're that young it really feels like a big deal do you I still remember, remember oh go on oh i don't remember coming up like i don't remember actually starting my period where i even started or even telling my mom but i just remember being in the kitchen being like please don't tell anyone and then like, literally gone in the next room and told my dad straight away <laughs> oh. <laughs> see i still vividly remember where and when i come on my period because really? I was, yeah, I was just wow. on my bed my and I was just so sat with bad. my friend. Yeah, no, but I think I was traumatized because I like had no idea that it was going to come and hadn't really spoken about it. And then I was literally just sat on my bed with my friend. She went, oh, there's blood underneath you. And I was like, oh my it's God, I've sat in my period. It's crazy like how it really does feel like, and I get it, like I get it, but it's crazy how it does seem like such a big deal, like in such a scary thing. Oh, and you yeah. realize as you get older, it's really not a big deal whatsoever. But obviously, what? it's changing your body, isn't it? So, what age did you start your period? I feel like I was like I 15, 16 when I started. I was younger off than a... that. Yeah, I, was, I feel like I started quite late. Maybe I was a bit younger. I don't know. But it was around that my, time. Well, I, think. I don't think it was as bad for me because one of my best friends started when she was like 10. Yeah, which is when she crazy. was 10. Yeah. In primary oh, school. That, that is, oh my God, in primary yeah, school. Yeah, and there was another girl in, in my. Um, class who started even younger than her like literally like nine years old or something like it was genuinely crazy and oh my this god this friend of mine it's funny because she's always been so much more like older than her years and like so much more mature right. yeah and i remember her starting at like 10 i might have been 11 years old but like, like when i say crazy, crazy young in primary school like what the age hormones. are you in five well that's because it's in year five and he's nine it's the fact that like, the hormones that come with a period as well and the fact that she would have experienced that all at like nine, ten years old. I know, but she's always been like so much more mature, so much like... She's just well ahead of her years. years. So yeah, she really yeah. is. So I think like I was obviously like really nervous, told my mum, but my best friend had started her so early that yeah. it actually wasn't that scary for me. But I still started mine early-ish. Well, I think, I think maybe more like 14 I definitely oh, okay, was yeah. younger than 15. I know I was younger than 15. God, 15 is our last year of school. Yeah, 15. Oh, oh I might God, have even yes, been 13. Well, I must, if 15 is our last year of school, I must have been maybe 14 as well then. But yeah, no, I don't know why I still remember exactly where I started. I just know I was traumatized and screamed <laughs> my mum downstairs. I was like, mum, go upstairs. And she's like, it's fine. You've just started your period. <laughs> but um, anyway, back to the myth that we were debunking about the hymen to determine virginity um the fact is it said the hymen is a thin membrane that can vary in size and shape it can be stretched or torn for various reasons unrelated to sexual activity which i actually didn't know no i didn't know that either i didn't know that so that's actually quite interesting the next myth you can't get an sti if you have oral sex i knew that this was a myth yeah i well of course you can like like you can like of, of course you can I, I don't even know why people oh, well again i can understand why some people would be like very blase to yeah, thinking but also, that they can't that but different like i don't know it's still like if they're infected and it's yeah, just going exactly, in exactly and it, it's just going in a different hole like mm-hmm. you can still get it but i actually didn't know this like fact it says many stis can be transmitted through all sex it's important to use protection like dental dams to reduce the risk anna and i had never heard of dental dams before but it's basically a way for a a woman to protect themselves like how a man would use a condom which i didn't even know that was a thing i did not know we had anything like that i so i'd heard i didn't know it was called this though but i'd heard of like a femidom 
fem, feminine like, I've, I've heard of that. that before yeah hang on let me search it on my phone I'm sure that it, like maybe that's just like a are you sure you're not thinking this maybe I am <laughs> and you've got this. it wrong oh no femidon it is a thing I knew I'd heard of it what and what does it yeah, look like yeah how do, a female condom female condoms are a barrier method of contraception worn inside the vagina they prevent pregnancy by stopping sperm meat in an egg I knew I'd like heard of it before but I actually I'm just gonna and it's like a, a one-time use thing Oh, yeah, 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 it's like a condom. Yeah, look, I'll show you a picture. What? It's like a period pad. Yeah, it looks like, but it's like the same, um, like, texture of it, like, all, like, material as a condom. That's crazy then. So why, why don't girls use that? I just feel, I know, I just feel like they're not as commonly spoken about or, like, I don't know. But, like, I'm going to be honest, looking at that, I ain't even got a fucking clue how to put that on. No. <laughs> I mean, neither. Like, so yeah, when, maybe, like, maybe it's just because the condom's so much easier. But like, I don't know. That's so strange that that's not spoken about. I don't think any one of my friends would know what that is. I oh my god, that that one's so expensive. Why is that so expensive? Yeah, well, I I had heard of a femidon, but I've never. They no, they are expensive. On Love Honey, they're nine pound for three. Yeah, that is expensive. Well, that's really expensive for. Like, whereas you can just get, I wonder, because obviously you can get um, condoms and stuff for free from like the doctors or the SCI clinic or whatever. Mm. I wonder if you can get femidoms for free. I've never like. Yeah, well, I've just never heard of them. Yeah, Yeah, like I used to have a bus that would go around to our school that would hand out condoms. They'd hand out condoms. Did you not have that? We never, no, we never got given like condoms or anything at school. Oh my God, we did. We had a bus that would go around to our school and would hand out condoms. And like also you, there would be like on the bus, you could go and like learn how to use a condom during your lunchtime. <laughs> it would come around what once a week. What a lovely lunch break. It would come around once a week. Yeah. But I so think that's a really good thing though, because it like educates kids and stuff. I remember. Well, this is some... it as well. You had to learn how to use it to get given them. And so it was funny because like, boys would like cue to go and use this and like learn how to use the condom so, but like really it was just because they wanted condoms oh but my also God. to be fair it was good though because i guess it's like still educating kids and it's like well you can have the condoms if you can learn how to use them properly and like get the education at the same time so well yeah because i don't know if they did this in your school but in some schools i know they got a banana and put condoms on the banana to be like this is how you put it on yeah, I mean, okay. these were just like actual fake penises that you'd have to. Find. Oh wow! Yeah, they said budget, but it wasn't like <laughs> they said it budget. Like... So it would come out to the school this bus once a week, but it wasn't like to do with us. Like it was to do with our school, but I think this it would go around to other schools too. Oh, okay. It wasn't so like, like owned by our school, but it was. Yeah, it, it was like for teenagers i don't really i don't really know what it was a part of to be fair that but. is so good though because again like con- that they gave them for free because condoms can be expensive mm. as well yeah I and it was went- good that they had to like educate you and you had to actually come in and take the time to get given them oh my god 100 percent! i can't believe they had to put them on the fake penises yeah <laughs> that's kind of iconic i um i when i went to the doctor's like maybe like a year ago they gave me like so many free condoms because i went to speak to them about contraception and they gave me it was almost like you know a pick a mix bag they gave you one that she just opened this drawer and it was filled with like thousands of condoms and she just gave me the bag and she's like you can take these home and then i just put them on the side i didn't think anything of it because i thought well there's nobody else in the house to open them i forgot i left them there atticus opened them when he came up 
And he was like, Anna, what are these? And so I was opening like the full thing. It's not just condoms in there. There's lube in there as well. Like little oh packets of lube. God. I thought, oh, fuck. I was like, I <laughs> fucked it. Like, what am I going to say to him? Like, we've obviously not had the that. Balloons. Com- <laughs> I just, I, was, I said they're sweets. I said, oh, I just got some sweets. And he said, he can have one. No, you can't have one. And mum was like, what are you doing? And then mum walks in. And obviously we've got all these fucking condoms everywhere. I was like, oh my God. So they, basically I hid them and then forgot I had them found them the other day when i was clearing out my stationery drawer i oh thought amazing God, so funny and i thought safe sex for me i've got about 100 condoms <laughs> in my drawer now um but femidom that is also a thing so guys maybe do some research into that because i'm going to research into them not that like like i said looking at them not got a clue how to put it on let's go, let's go. The next myth is all forms of birth control protect against STIs, which is completely false. Completely false. Like, yeah. and you can't use birth control to protect against STIs. Yeah, I mean, it, I wish that was a thing. Oh, same. <laughs> I wish that was a thing. But unfortunately, you can't. It says condoms are the only form of birth control that also provides protection against most stis other contraceptives primarily focus on preventing pregnancy which yeah yeah i mean i feel like most well i don't know would most people would, i don't mean did we know that when we were younger i don't actually what, don't think the, i would have known that when i was younger what did you know what that like i i didn't like i probably would have thought that like me taking the pill would have like prevented me from all of that to be honest i feel like there's not Maybe this is just my school, but like they didn't really educate us that much on STIs. No. And stuff oh like God, that. Oh my God, mine didn't at all. Like, I actually don't you think You think I it even... would by that bus, but it definitely didn't. I was going to say, if they've got plastic penises, you'd think they would maybe mention chlamydia or gonorrhea. No, I know. But... No, no, no. That was never spoken about at our school. And I feel like that should be like majorly spoken about way more because I feel like it is such a taboo. Did you like, have sex topic. ed classes? Not, not that I can remember. Did you? I'm sure we I think must we have. Had but... one. I think we had one, like literally one lesson. Where did and do you remember? Did they say anything to you about STIs? No. See, I think that's mad because like, if they're gonna like, obviously, of course, I've got to talk about safe sex and all this stuff. But like, that is like another massive part mm. to having sex and like yeah. being safe and stuff. So like, I'm genuinely baffled that people don't really. I know, speak yeah, about it's that crazy because I really don't think I would have known that. I don't, I don't know. Like as I've got older, obviously I know that, but I can't think when I learned it. But I don't think at 14 when I was taking the pill, I would have even known that. Oh, I mean, I probably definitely wouldn't even not. Know what an STI was at 14. Yeah, neither. I don't <laughs> even remember when I started learning what they was, but I no. definitely did not know. At I think 14. I started, yeah. You start um, learning but, from hearing stories, I think. Yeah, literally. But um, <laughs> no, condoms are the only form of birth control that can protect against some STIs. Um, but again, not all. So you actually fully like can't protect yourself, unfortunately. Next myth. If you don't have an orgasm, it's not good sex. <laughs> I mean, well, I feel like how can you even say like if something's good or bad by like by somebody having an orgasm? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's surely it's all like personal preference like, yeah and also um, like well just for me personally girls don't orgasm as easy as that no like so then technically i could be like oh i've had bad sex all my fucking life but like <laughs> do you know what i mean like because it's just not as easy for girls to orgasm no so I don't not feel- at all 
I think it's actually funny because me and my friends have had this conversation so many times and like the amount of my friends, you know, we have the conversation and they're like, oh my God, like I literally like never orgasm. Like, is, is that a problem? And I'm like, well, like, are you still enjoying it? They're like, yeah. So I'm like, so I don't really see the problem. Yeah. As long as you're still like enjoying sex and like your partner's like pleasuring you in other ways to try and help you finish. I don't know. Like then it can still be good sex. But like, yeah, I guess like primarily or like very generically sex is finished when the guy orgasms yeah. like that. Yeah, like that yeah, is yeah. just how it is, which is annoying. Yeah. But unfortunately, no, it doesn't mean if even if you don't orgasm, it doesn't mean that it's not good sex. It says sexual mm. satisfaction is subjective and varies among people. Enjoying the experience and feeling comfortable are more important than achieving orgasm every time. No. Cute. I feel like oh, I've literally, I've just fucking like in my head. I'm like, if I orgasm, it's a good day. Like it's, but like, I just don't expect it anymore because I think it's so like it's just so hard. Yeah, and also go- as well, I think if you're thinking that as well, like because it's just not easy for girls. Yeah, like I just don't even think you should have that mentality. Yeah, just try and avoid thinking about that. Okay, the next myth: the perfect body shape and size are essential for a satisfying sex life what that is crazy that like is that that is actually crazy the fact that that is even a myth is so ridiculous but also what is the perfect body shape and size like that's exactly, so there isn't to everyone yeah exactly there isn't a perfect body or no, like like it's literally so different like my perfect body will be completely different to your perfect body yeah and like when you're with your partner they will like they love your body and mm. you love that like it's so different for each person so I mean, yeah. that is literally the most ridiculous thing in the I whole the entire only, world. Yeah, like the only thing that like I would think like would improve sex about like what to do with your body, which is be body confidence. Yeah, like if you're 100%. confidence within your body, then yeah, it's, it's probably going to be better. Yeah, 100%. But the way that like the, your body shape or how big your boobs are or whatever, like that is, does not affect at all whether you have a satisfying sex life or not crazy that's actually crazy i know that's actually crazy but it says the fact it says body positivity like you said and self-confidence are crucial for a satisfying sex life but everybody's body is different and a positive self-image contributes to a healthier mindset yeah completely and if you don't have that fake it till you make it i think we've all had to do that a lot of times but i genuinely feel like confidence is the most attractive thing i mean in general for us like especially having sex as well it's just if you have confidence, like that's all they're going to see. And that's such an attractive thing to have. 100%. And if you fake it till you make it, sometimes you do act like you genuinely do believe you have the confidence. Like I've done that before where I've fully faked it, but I've come out of it thinking, wow. Yeah. Like, I, like, yeah, I actually wow, feel I good that. now for like, <laughs> yeah, like killed that. Go on. Yeah. Um. Okay. The next one. Sex should always be spontaneous and effortless. I don't, I don't agree with uh, that. To be honest. I don't agree with that. Like, I don't feel like it always I feel like when you're with a partner as well and when because obviously sex is such a big part of a relationship you're gonna have a discussions being like should we try this can we do that or do you like this like they're like adult conversations that you do just have when you're building a really good sex life with somebody Mm. so therefore like yeah like don't get me wrong I do think like spontaneous spontaneous and effortless is like it's obviously so nice and that's a part of it. But yeah, like you said, I don't think it needs to always be like that. No, like that's fun and that's exciting. Like, of course that's exciting, but that's not like how it should always be. Like it is nice to actually have like 
conversations about your sex life. So you're like getting pleasured and so you know that like your partner, you know what your partner wants and your partner knows what you want. Wow, I love this, Anna. I know, but the fact is there's planning and communication around sex are completely normal and can enhance the experience. Consent and comfort should always be prioritized and consent obviously of course yes. goes without <laughs> saying um okay the next myth the pullout method so withdrawal is a reliable form of contraception the amount of guys i know that fully believe like if they do that they're sorted is actually mental it's so ridiculous because i don't know whether this is actually fact or not but i have heard before that apparently pre-cum actually has like it's like you're more like can potentially get pregnant from pre-cum more really? so than actual cum yeah well, i wonder if that's a myth or a fact though should i google it quickly yeah, maybe it's just a completely myth i feel myth, like that's probably a myth but i don't know I'm does... wrong. let me google it hang on oh what oh my god no that's bullshit what i've just said it says pre-cum doesn't actually contain any sperm however it is possible from sperm to leak into pre-cum oh Okay. It says the short answer is it is possible to get pregnant from pre-cum, particularly if you're using the withdrawal method as birth control during sex. It's estimated that about 20% of people. Oh, bloody hell. Okay. Well, I'm wrong. It says about 20% wow. of people get pregnant from that. So that's yeah, crazy. 20, that's that actually is, a high number. 20% from pre-cum is very high. Yeah. Very, very high. So yeah, essentially. So don't guys use... think you make it just pull out. You're not like... <laughs> No, it's not going to work. No, just put a condom on. <laughs> Maybe. I got that from Healthline, by the way, guys. So it's a very reliable, um, a very reliable source. Um, but it says the fact here is that the pull-out method is not highly effective in preventing pregnancy. Pre-cum can contain sperm, include, increasing the risk of unintended pregnancy. So always be safe, guys. It's not a 100% reliable form of contraception. Okay, the next one lubrication is a sign of arousal if you need lube you're not turned on no i i I feel like i feel like this is kind of crazy i can understand why some people would think it to a point but like it's not true because some people just can't (laughs) i hate saying this out loud but (laughs) just can't get like what's the right word because I don't know, the word is making me cringe saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you just like, you got to help me out here. You know what I'm trying to say. You're trying to say wet. Yeah, it just makes me cringe saying it out loud. Some people just, some people just can't get wet, apparently, as, <laughs> as easy as others, which is fine. But like, that doesn't mean that you're not turned on. No. End of that I actually one. Think, I actually think that's a crazy myth, to be fair. And also, it says where well, it says here, lubrication levels can vary for various reasons, including hormonal changes or stress. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not as easy for everyone to be able to. Well, I didn't um, know says, that like that would make a difference. To be fair, though. Yeah, I did know that hormonal like levels can like affect it massively. Really? Um, it says, use, I literally did not know that. Yeah, it's because I was reading up about hormones the other day, actually, really weirdly, and I saw it. It said using lubricant is normal and can enhance comfort during sex, regardless of arousal levels. And I actually do oh, agree. Okay. I think it's like nicer when you use lube. But anyway, fair, I don't really think I ever have. Really? Have you never used it? No, I don't really think so. To be fair, uh, maybe they, I have like once. To be fair, they do a lot like, of like flavored ones and stuff now. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't oh. know. I guess I've just no. <laughs> oh, okay. Another one. 
you can't get an STI if you've had it before. Yeah, well, I know that's, I mean, I've not ever, I've never ever had one myself, but I know a lot of people that have had it multiple times. So, well, of course you can get it if you've had it before. Like mm. you get it, you, it, it, like if you have the medication, it doesn't like get rid of it for life. Yeah, well, of course, will, of course it will get rid of it, but you can just contract yeah, yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it says, well, to clear up that one, it says, it's possible to contract certain STIs more than once. Having an STI in the past does not guarantee immunity. And some STIs like herpes or gonorrhea can reoccur and reinfection is possible. It's crucial to practice safe sex, get regular screenings and communicate openly with partners about sexual health. And I think that is like a huge, huge thing. I think you always like getting tested and like having safe sex is like a massive thing that I would be like very much an advocate for and it's super 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 important so just putting it out there guys take this as your sign if you haven't yeah take this as your sign if you haven't going to get tested you can get tested for free go and do it it's so important okay we've got two more the next one masturbation is bad for you where has this come from I think where, it must like, be... surely actually no one believes this one. Masturbation like, is good for you. I actually get a lot of where these myths have come from, but I just don't understand how, where this one's come from, to be fair. Yeah, no, masturbation is good for you. Master. Like... <laughs> I never pronounce it like that. <laughs> how do you say it? Ma- like, I'd say masturbation, not masturbation. Oh, I say masturbation, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a good thing. So never think that it's bad for you. <laughs> and I also think, like, I personally think that masturbating is fine in a relationship as well. I think you like, I think that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, all preference. But yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it's fine too. It's all preference. But yeah, no, of course, it's not bad for you. It says, masturbation is a normal and healthy aspect of human sexuality. It has various physical and mental health benefits, such as stress relief, improved mood, and better sleep. It does not lead to negative health consequences, and it's a safe way to explore one's body and sexual response. Stress love relief. That. Look stress at relief. that. Love that. Have you seen the movie, by the way, Poor Things? No. I mean, this is the 90% of the movie is her masturbating, but it's actually oh, really? one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's freaking amazing. What's the, what's the, like, what's the preface of the film? Like, what's it about if she's just oh, doing I just that all the time? I don't want to ruin it. It's so good, but it's Emma Stone. Literally, they worked on this movie for like five years. The way it's shot and it's filmed is honestly incredible. Basically, it's like she's a little child in a human's body. Like she learns everything a lot slower than everything than everyone else. Oh wow! Okay. And then she learns how to make herself happy. Oh, got um, at, at like such a young. Oh, I just don't want to ruin it. But like, anyway, she starts like doing it at the table, and everyone's like, "You can't start doing that." And she's like, "I've learned how to make myself happy." And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like really a dinner crazy table. movie. Yeah, yeah, a dinner table. Because she doesn't understand. Because she she can barely, like, she can only speak a certain amount of words. Oh, it sounds so weird. It's honestly incredible. I've never watched a oh movie my and been like, I want to go watch it all over again. Is it new? Like, is it yeah, come out recently? Yeah, it's new. And I think the reason I love it as well is just because, like, the way it's shot, like, everything about it is just, oh my. It's just, it's really, really freaking amazing. You know how everyone thought, um... Saltburn. Saltburn was amazing, like yeah. how it was shot and everything, and so it was so artistic. This is so much better than Saltburn. You think it's like, better than? Oh my really? god! I didn't like Saltburn personally. I sorry, I know everyone's gonna come for me for that. I literally, I did not enjoy Saltburn whatsoever. I thought it was so boring and slow. But this, I thought, was absolutely incredible. And it's oh just wow, as weird. okay. 
Yeah. Okay, I'll give it a watch then because I enjoyed the like people might think it's a bit weird, but I did enjoy the weirdness of Saltburn. I thought it could have gone this, more with this it. This is just yeah, exactly like this, and this is almost like yeah. I mean, she doesn't have sex for grave, but it's like it's just as weird. It's just as weird, but it has right. way more of a storyline. Like it's a lot more fast pace. It, oh, it's okay. really good. You should watch it. Anyways, it reminded me of that because honestly, it's a lot of the movie. But um, yeah, it's not. Wow. Okay. Well, Basically. I might give that a watch for Galentine's tonight. <laughs> Everyone will come over and be like, guys, I've got a really good film. <laughs> Staff recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Let me know what you think if you watch it, by the way. I genuinely want to go and see it again. I just think it's incredible. Okay. Well, oh, did you see it in cinema? Yeah. Okay. Well, I will give that a watch and I will let you know what I think. okay the final one <laughs> this one i'm sorry this one really made me laugh vaginas stretch out with use guys i get where this myth has come from to be fair i would have probably thought that as a child yeah maybe as a child i would have thought it but not now <laughs> or at no. least i fucking hope not right i'll read out the fact to debunk it it says the vagina is a muscular organ designed to stretch and contract. It does not permanently stretch out with sexual activity or childbirth. The vagina can accommodate different sizes comfortably and the notion that it becomes permanently stretched is a misconception. Pelvic floor exercises can help maintain vaginal muscle tone, especially after childbirth. Well, to be fair, this is actually probably going to be the most stupid thing I've ever said, but I thought childbirth would make a difference. Yeah, I... To be, I you've popped a baby out so i would have thought yeah that i that... would have thought childbirth would have made a bit of a difference shortly well um i mean i know well, yeah yeah and I, like, mean, ob- I know people that have like completely ripped it and like oh my god it makes my skin cold oh yeah they have to get like stitches and yeah. stuff yeah it, i know it upsets me the thought of it a lot <laughs> um, but the fact that like do you think it like that is incredible though the fact it goes back yeah that its... is incredible i genuinely did not think that was a neither like it can, birth, i did not think that was a thing well because it dilates to like because I, I don't know what you're when you're fully dilated is it 10 centimeters you're fully dilated i think it's is it more than that or is it more i don't know because i feel like 10 centimeters is quite small still yeah it's more for, than 10 centimeters but I what think. an incredible muscle in the human body to be able to yeah, do that wow. to contract wow. and then just and then just go back so no guys it's a myth vaginas do not stretch out <laughs> with lots of use <laughs> thank the lord <laughs> thank the fucking lord um but oh a question actually do you and your friends speak openly about sex and like debunk myths and stuff me and my friends do yeah i feel like i, I feel like it's a just really a girl close thing. friendship group though i think i think a lot closer than a lot of friendship groups like i've been friends with the same girl since i was literally like two years old and we've had the same friendship group since so i i do think i'm extremely lucky actually the other day when i had all the girls over like even though we're such a close group like when we're all giving our opinions some of the girls are like shocked that they didn't do that or they did do that or like but still we all felt so open to talk about it but I know a lot of people would not yeah so I feel like it's a little bit different for me because my friendship group is mainly boys so when I speak about sex obviously it's different to them having sex but I kind of like that because it's very open a lot of your guy friends are gay as well so they've got a completely different experience it's not like it's a guy's opinion so I feel like I've learned a lot about sex from having conversations with them and like very open conversations and it really makes me happy that they're like super comfortable to be able to speak with me about that um but yeah like when I tell them about my sexual experience obviously it's very different 
to theirs. So I enjoy having those conversations because I just think it's like, I don't know, I just find it really interesting. But it is really nice to be able to like speak very openly about it. And also like, I think obviously me and staff have given our opinions and we've given some facts and stuff but i think the main thing to take from i still podcast... do think we've learned a lot well i mean i've actually still learned a lot to be fair like with the oh, facts that you were reading i've also learned a lot and a lot of things that i didn't know about and a lot of things i actually also like want to read more about but if you actually like don't be ashamed to go to gp or clinic for more information or for like solid facts because mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Saf can provide our like opinions, no, but no question is like even when me and Anna are like, surely everyone knows this. Like, we say that, but obviously we understand that you know you might not like know how. Like, I didn't know some things, which I'm just not going to give my opinion on it because I don't know the answer. But yeah. um, also, I feel like no question is a stupid question either in life. Oh, never. Really, but I all in like I always go. This is going to be a very silly question, but I yeah, think, well, and actually, I've actually stopped myself from saying that. I don't say that anymore. Yeah, because like, it's not a silly question. How, yeah, and also, how are you going to be the smartest person in the room without asking? Yeah, like if I want to know, like I'd rather sit there and ask the question than sit there and think, oh, like don't fi- try and figure it out in my head. So yeah, no, no question is a silly question. Um, and yeah, if you do have like proper questions and stuff go and speak to GP and clinic because Saf and I sadly could not provide all of the answers. <laughs> um, but that is the end of this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this one. I've really enjoyed this one actually. It's been fun. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, we've, I've learned a lot today. Same, I've learned a lot. Um, <laughs> but make sure to check us out on socials and subscribe to the pod on Spotify as well so you don't miss out on all of the future episodes. And we will see you on Thursday for our bonus one. See you then. Bye, Bye. guys.